Telephones. We've got Larry Tracy joining us. He's got Bring Home the Bacon. It is a fantastic, fantastic book. And uh, we have got Larry joining us on the line. And uh, Larry, there is a lot going on today. Uh, bring us up to speed on what you think of this uh, this vote that they're doing in uh, in Washington, this impeachment situation. Well, it's, uh, it appears to me the, the, the two parties in the House, Democrats and Republicans, are like two little kids who are squabbling back and forth, blaming the other on it. And, and the way I look at it, the Senate is the big brother of the small kid, and they're just standing there doing nothing. I, I, I just think the, the uh, activities of the Senate, they're all talk and no, no action whatsoever. In fact, I'm, I'm doing a paper for a, a military, retired military email community that I'm on, and it's going to be called, the working title, Why the GOP is the Stupid Party. And that's what we've called that for many years. But they could be doing the Senate, Lindsey Graham, who seems to be all talk and no action. He keeps saying, uh, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Well, it's about time he grabs a shovel and starts digging. And the easiest thing he could do <laughs> to even things out, because it's a very unfair fight in the House, James. The uh, House has made these dictatorial rules that the minority has very little power at all. But the Senate's a separate body, and there's no reason at all why... Lindsey Graham couldn't go and subpoena witnesses, the same witnesses whose testimony is being kept secret by Schiff and the uh, Democratic uh, Committee, uh, Intelligence Committee, why they, uh, Graham couldn't call them, have them give open testimony. That's the, that's the testimony that's being held secret. So let the sun shine in. Let them do it that way and let, the, let them come up with it because there's no, there's no precedent that I have seen of any sort of uh, impeachment or investigation or president. It wasn't done this way for Clinton. It wasn't done this way for, for Nixon. And, and, in fact, what I'm putting in the paper is the only precedent I see is what was called back in the 20s the Moscow trials, and that's when Joseph Stalin rid himself of uh, Trotsky and of his other enemies. They had about the same rights as the minority has right now in the, in the House. So it's... Uh, it's going on, and the one good thing that Lindsey Graham did, he got that resolution. He got 50 Republican senators on record to say that they're opposed to this, the process, the way it's going. Because if it, if it gets to the Senate, as it probably will, then it becomes a trial, and it requires two-thirds. Now, there are 47 uh, Democrats. That would require 20 Republican senators. Well, there are just about all of them, except probably Romney, who goes about the name of Pierre Delecto on his secret Twitter account. Trump is not going to be leaving office by an Dear impeachment, Lord. but this has just been a disgrace, and, and nothing is really getting done within the uh, Congress. So <laughs> I'm venting my frustration as I watch all this going on. The only, the only thing I must say has balanced things out here in Washington is that the Nationals won the World Series. And that makes people feel a lot better. <laughs> We've got Larry Tracy with us today. Bring home the bacon. He joins us today here in our broadcast. And uh, did Trump give too much detail in his statement, Larry? What, on uh, Baghdadi? Yes, yes. Yeah, well, um, I was, I, I, they're coming out now. I, I haven't read it, but I understand that General McKenzie, the uh, CENTCOM commander, gave a, a detailed unclassified briefing to the press today. So it'll be in the press and on uh, cable news tomorrow how they went about it. But apparently it just went like clockwork, and they did a great job uh, on that. And 
I, I am a little concerned that when Trump gave his statement, he may have given a little bit too much operational detail. For instance, he said that the helicopters went back on the same route they came in. Well, that must have caused heartburn with all the special forces people who may be doing future operations like that. It was a bit too much uh, information being given then, and I'm sure General McKenzie is, is going to say the, uh, about what happened, but procedures will be changed a little bit. But it, it looked like it just was perfect, and it was great, great intelligence coming uh, from the um, uh, Iraqis, uh, Syrians, uh, Afghani. Uh, so it, it really worked the way it's supposed to work. And, uh, and of course, the, the big hero now is the dog, Conan, Conan the Barbarian, who chased Baghdadi into the uh, into the tunnel. Yes, but it was it was really it was the intelligence that they did. And I think we'll probably find that they they had so much intelligence they probably were able to build a a, a, a sat facsimile just like they did in the raid raid against um, Bin Laden, so that they they knew every nook and cranny when they were going in. But what they didn't know is what's what's booby trapped. And uh, they, they got away with that. And there were, there were no mechanical mishaps like they had with the helicopter in the, uh, uh, the raid against uh, Osama bin Laden. We have got Larry Tracy with us today. His latest book is out everywhere. It's called Bring Home the Bacon. And he joins us today here in our program. Now, what about the Army Lieutenant Colonel who testified fairly recently? Give us your yeah, thoughts on that's that. A, that's an interesting thing. He's a Ukrainian, uh, speaks fluent Russian. I mean, Ukrainians, we have, my wife and I have friends who are Ukrainians, and they they, they speak Russian as if they were born in Moscow. So. I, I, I would hope that there was another Russian speaker on the phone call because he's saying that his interpretation, his memory of the call is not what was in the transcript. Now, that's kind of troublesome. But uh, here's an interesting thing. Uh, the last time a lieutenant colonel appeared in Congress and that was my friend Ollie North, the Marine lieutenant colonel. And uh, the Democrats really excoriated Ollie. Now they're making this Colonel Vidman a, a, a great hero on it. And I don't want to put him down in any way because he and I are both veterans and that. Um, but there, there are some indications, and his boss was testifying today. Again, it's closed, so we're not going to know what, what, what he actually said until later on. But he apparently uh, said that he had a disagreement with uh, Vidman as to his interpretation of the phone call. Now, I, I'll tell you, one thing that someone brought out on television today that if it really gets over to the Senate and it's a trial, one of the things that they can do, and lawyers call this discovery, where the defense is able to come up with information, is to get transcripts of calls that other presidents have made and see how much uh, quid pro quo there was in it. I can say from my experience working in Central America in the 1980s, uh, when we were giving El Salvador loads of money, that there was a quid pro quo and all of that. It was basically stop the human rights abuses. And if you don't do it, you're not getting the money. And uh, that was pretty clear, and they, they did. They kicked out people who were really terrible abusers of it. And uh, well, why should we write a blank check to people? If we're giving our aid, we want something that will further our interest. There's nothing the matter with that at all. So they've made this whole quid pro quo thing up. Now, as far as the stuff on Biden, that gets a little questionable. But one of the big things about uh, Ukraine during that time was terrible corruption. And then it turns out his son is involved in this. So 
I think you can get a little slack as to know what it is. I think it would have been a lot better if Trump had just said, we really applaud what you're doing, President Zelensky, in cleaning up the corruption. And if you know of any American involvement in that, let us know. That would have been a lot better than mentioning Biden's name. That just gave the uh, Democrats an open, an open uh, road to go after him on this. But I'll tell you, James, this paper that I'm doing for this military uh, email community about the GOP and its stupidity, I'm showing examples about the Kavanaugh hearing, uh, the Mueller report, where the Mueller report had a line in there that the Russians were so surprised by Trump they had no pre-existing contact with his people. That, that was in the Mueller report. And why didn't Republicans question about that? Did they even read the report? And then this current stuff. And what I'll do when I get this finished tonight or tomorrow, I'll send you a copy. And that could be a basis for next week's call or for anything else you want to do with it. Oh, definitely, definitely. I would, uh, I, I would love to uh, to check that out. We've got Larry Tracy yeah, with I'll us today. I'll have that for you by, uh, certainly by close of business tomorrow. Fantastic. Now, um, what should the Republicans do, given the way that uh, Schiff is conducting this impeachment inquiry? Give me a little bit more details on this. Well, I, I think the main thing, as I said, I think the, re, the uh, Senate ought to simply open up a second front, uh, not wait for the impeachment articles to come to them. Uh, they, they're, they're not bound in any way to uh, listen to what Schiff is doing as far as the way he's controlling it. Lindsey Graham could just go and say, I'm chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee, and all these people that Schiff has investigated and had testify and keeping their testimony, I'm inviting, and not inviting, I'm subpoenaing them to come over and testify for us, and we will make it public. And that'll take thing. I, I think this, and, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Linda, the Ingram, Ingram on Fox News, the Ingram Angle. A couple of nights ago, she said much the same thing. Said, hey, when is Mitch McConnell going to get involved in this thing instead of just sitting off to the side? So I, I think the Republicans ought to open up a second front and go after them, and if the, uh, the shift and Nancy Pelosi said, well, that's, that's not proper, hey, stuff it. Uh, the Senate can do what it wants. It's a separate body, and it's a superior body, and they can do it, and, and not let this go on where what, the, what, what they're actually, the Democrats are actually doing, James, is trying to shape public opinion, because I think they're becoming increasingly pessimistic about winning the election in 2020 with this strange group of candidates they have and the strongest one being Biden, and, and he'll probably be completely crippled by evidence of corruption and how his family enriched themselves in uh, Afghanistan, or excuse me, Afghanistan, in uh, Ukraine. So they're probably um, looking at this, get rid of Trump now, because they're not going to get rid of him in the election. That may be what's driving a lot of this, because I don't see any of those candidates uh, winning the election. They're, they're so far to the left, and they're their policies like Medicare for all, and which they say it'll pay for itself and the rich will pay for it. There aren't enough rich people in the United States to be able to pay for that. So it's going to be a significant middle-class tax cut, and they don't like that idea getting around. Uh, so it, I, I, this may be their, their best chance of getting rid of Trump is what they consider the impeachment, but uh, I, I doubt that's going to work out. Well, Larry, I appreciate you making time for us today. We've got to move along, but I look forward to talking to you next week, my friend. Okay, and I'll, I'll get that paper off to you, and then we can talk during the week, uh, email, to see whether you want to uh, go into any of that. 
Definitely, definitely. I okay. appreciate it, my friend. Keep me updated. You bet. Talk to you next week. Then. Thank you, my friend. There he goes, Larry Tracy. And uh, we are going to take a timeout. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone?